When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live here on YouTube, I'm Thomas Frankar, Nate Bauer. He is our basketball insider. Breaking news within this hour, uh, Micah Shrewsbury is headed to Notre Dame. So, Nate, fill everybody in on the situation from broad strokes. And then, of course, we're going to break all of this down from uh, top to bottom as the premier insider for Penn State basketball. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of different details here, but broad strokes for people just watching, just finding this out, what uh, happened with this situation. <laughs> Micah Shrewsbury got an offer to to be the head coach at, at Notre Dame, and uh, he took it. So, you know, it took a little bit of time, right? I think that we officially started. Now, obviously, there are larger topics that we had been talking about throughout the season for Penn State. But in terms of an actual coaching change, will he leave? I want to say that that goes back maybe a week, a week and a half, really, that it's been kind of immediate. Uh, and so, you know, based on some of my understandings and some of the other reports that have surfaced this afternoon really became after Penn State lost in the NCAA tournament on Saturday. Right. So Penn State lost on Saturday. They got back in the state college really, really early on Sunday morning. They, like they left Saturday night from Iowa. Uh, you know, you have Sunday, Monday, Ed Cooley's name starts to surface with Georgetown. And it was it was a, an unofficial domino falling type of sequence, right? It was you had the first name off the board. Micah had been attached a little bit in terms of a buzzy destination for him. Um, so that that cleared the runway a little bit, right? Is is Penn State had been trying to work out a, an extension with Micah, had not come to an agreement previously to that. And so, yeah, Monday afternoon, first reports kind of surfaced that that Micah's name is uh, really shooting up the the charts for Notre Dame. Yesterday, Tuesday, uh, kind of silence in terms of official reporting. Obviously, I had uh, quite a few updates on our message board at Blue White Illustrated, and then today, um, you know, it was just kind of a waiting game right <laughs> you're just trying to figure out exactly what's going on where they are in negotiations these things are never straightforward right it's there, there's there's offers there's counter offers there's back and forth penn state was making an earnest attempt to keep micah shrewsbury now right <laughs> like they were they were doing what they could uh to make it a very uh, appealing and compelling offer but ultimately, right. Notre Dame won out for Micah, and uh, and Penn State's looking for a new head coach. One of the things that you've you and I you've talked to me about is really 
Mike is, this is all in his head. Like, there's not a whole lot of leakage from him in terms of how this has gone down, in terms of what's important, which way is he leaning, some of the inside yeah. stuff to keep you on track of 50% this way, 49% the other, right? Um, so can you tell us what the deciding factors were, if you have any inclination, or what was, at least to your understanding, what were the deciding factors if Penn State's making an honest effort? Um, and Notre Dame wins out. D do you have a sense of what those were that maybe tipped it away from Penn State where if I could characterize the way you were feeling a little bit earlier this week, more optimistic that he would stay than go, but still very much up in the air. So it, it, first off, is that correct? And then what are those factors that went back and forth? Yeah, I I think it was. Uh, look, <laughs> this 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 is very simple and very complex all at the same time. The very simple answer is Penn State didn't have its act together with NIL. It was a complaint. Uh, you were on the show on the podcast, like, yep. uh, and I mean, I I it makes me blush a little bit to to have been the like genesis of that in terms of the public conversation about it. Yeah, but this had been a complaint within Penn State basketball for quite a while before that, right? Like it just took it just took until December when we when we had Micah on the show to to really get it out in, in front and say, hey, Micah, like what? Where's nil? What what? Where where is it at for Penn State basketball? And his answer was extremely revealing, right? Yeah, Penn State yeah. is is fourteenth, maybe thirteenth, but probably fourteenth in the Big Ten in terms of its NIL infrastructure, its NIL support for Penn State basketball. And so there, there's just a, a lot to wade through and a lot to dig through in terms of Micah's not a rah-rah guy, right? Like James Franklin, when he was complaining about NIL, it was out in front. It was yes. like front and center from the entire time. It was, this is not where it needs to be. Uh, like very bold. He was, he was aggressive about how he wanted to talk about that. Okay. Wait, did you say bold and aggressive? I did. I did. <laughs> uh, whereas, whereas Micah just didn't, that's not, that's not who he is. That's not how he treats these things. And so what was beneath the surface, right? Like what had, what peaked out a little bit there in December beneath the surface the entire time. And then entirely after that was a burning fire, <laughs> right? Like right. a burning fire that Penn state just never really got a handle on. Yeah. And so I, th I think that, you know, so let me stop you there. And I don't, I don't mean to play the blame game because this yeah. is always how it goes is like, so whose fault is it that sure. things never got going? But like, where does that start? Is that with uh, interest in the program? Is that from an, an infrastructure standpoint of NIL? Or is it some combination therein? Um, is it was there control over this? And was there oversight that was or, or a, a lack of oversight to get these things in order? How did that part play out where Penn State is now? They had to go down to the wire with Notre Dame, right? Yeah, it's it's a lot of those. <laughs> it's a combination of those things, right? It's it is an understanding of what it takes to develop relationships that can create giving, right? Look, there's going to be different arguments that are made about this where Penn state did raise money. Penn state got after NIL down mm -hmm. the stretch. Okay. It was able to put together 
uh, a decent package for uh, Penn State and for, uh, excuse me, it's NIL offerings. Yeah. So one of the things that I, I, I'm wondering about in terms of uh, the, the NIL package is this is something that's going to not go away. So, you know, we'll, we'll get to the Micah Shrewsbury part here in a second, but uh, folding it forward as well, what is is the future also a problem here in this situation? So how does all that bleed into the next coaching searches? We have people in the chat here. We're live on YouTube. Throw your thoughts in the chat as well. We have yep. people in the chat here saying like, oh, here we go again. Is there anything to take from this? Uh, yes, there's there's a lot to take from it. It is a failure on the front end to have been ready for NIL in the first place as an institution. Bottom line, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, under Sandy Barber's leadership, it just was not it did not have the importance and and maybe she didn't know, you know, maybe she didn't understand how it would evolve and what it would be, but the reality was Penn State from the get-go was trying to thread a needle of handling NIL differently from everybody else, right? right. Of, of having a, I would call it a moral superiority to it. Like right. This, this, right. this notion that it, it should be this essence of the game and, and purity of college athletics when what was actually happening was the walls and the barriers to getting players their fair worth and their fair share and a fair opportunity as dictated by the Supreme court of the United States. Right. Uh, that was, that was removed. Right. So it, it was, it was like, <laughs> you cannot have it both ways. And so you're, you, yes, it's, it starts with Sandy Barber. It starts with the reaction and the response of Penn state's donor class, right. To, yep. to not be on board, to not understand, to not grasp, but frankly, it continued. It continued. Mm-hmm. It continued through through Pat Kraft's leadership and 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 how they took hold of the program in terms of look. He understood, and I don't think that there's any argument about this. Football has needs, and football has things. It is the the engine of Penn State athletics, no debate. But the reality for Penn State throughout this is that. Football's NIL was a disaster. Yep. So was everybody else's. And when you have your top two sports who are trying to compete on a national, and when I say top two sports, I understand the wrestling fans that are out there, like top two sports in terms of revenue generation. These, yes, these are is, your economic this engines. This is a business decision because this is a business conversation because sports are a business. As much as this is the, this is the, I'm sorry part, but sports this is they have a budget they have a business they need to make money and they need to generate revenue so this is not about the esprit de corps this is not about the the greatness factor it's about the dollars and cents um when it comes to pat craft you mentioned pat craft here yeah it's not a surprise that michael shrewsbury's contract was in a situation where he needed a renewal as you've mentioned before when it comes to coaching contracts they're not face value. So a 10-year contract isn't a 10-year contract. Shrewsbury's contract, everyone knew he needed to get a new deal, and it came down to the last minute. So why? Yeah, it 
it it got there because there wasn't and again i mean let's just go back to december right this is in the middle of the season when negotiations had already started in earnest on this okay so you're and again i mean it's it, it just the parallels to football are so striking <laughs> This is such a drawn out process. Like contracts just don't happen. They're not, they don't happen overnight. They're months long deals where it's jockeying and back and forth about what the needs are and, and so on and so forth. And Penn state and Micah Shrewsbury believe that they had an excellent product this season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, was reflected on on the court. I mean, certainly the the end game was that, but what what I see from from the outside is a a misunderstanding or a misjudgment of one how good Penn State could be, what the offers would be for Micah on the backside of it, yeah. and, and and an underestimation, right? A, a, a saying, "Hey, here's what we have to offer. Uh, we think you're, you're going to be happy with this." Uh, we promise we'll get the NIL in order. Okay. Like promise, promise, like, like, pinky, like the league promise. of extraordinary pinky promises between the three power schools that weren't going to get into NIL the same way. And that has gone completely kaput, like same promise. And that's, I think part of this conversation is we promise we'll get NIL in order. And it's like, yeah, I promise I'll change, but sometimes ladies, the guy never changes. So, like, yep. uh, you know, I don't want to spin the, 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 the story forward just yet yep. because there's more to talk about with Michael Shrewsbury and how this has ended, but that is a huge part of this. Is this going to change for basketball at Penn State? Can they be taken seriously? Because as somebody on my Twitter, when I tweeted out the, the link to this video, said it's okay the last time they made the tournament, their coach left for Navy. So yep. this is, uh, this is a – this I, it, it is different, but for yep. fans, you can point to a pattern of behavior and a pattern of value. Um, and so Pat Kraft, going back to that comment he made, somebody asked him, can you win at basketball and can you keep Michael Shrews, some version of Michael Shrewsbury's contract, can you keep him? And he was adamant that the answer was yes. Yep. Uh, from what I remember. Yes. So is, is this, you know, it's, he's very early in his tenure. Yeah. Is this a huge misstep on his part? Like, is this a huge whiff and how do you deal with that? Um, knowing that a very, like, I don't know anything about basketball, but that's yep. a very good coach. Yep. That is a very, very good coach that just left. Yep. So how do you square that with his tenure at Penn state? And does this reveal some things that take the shine off of the new AD Apple who came in saying all the right things, being the right person. And now we have some of the businesses happening. Doesn't feel as feel good right now. I, I it's complicated. Right. Because today, right now, yeah, it's a huge misstep. It's massive. It, it is, it is a, col- in terms of the health of Penn State basketball, it's colossal. Okay. Ask me that in three weeks when I know who the next hire is. Right. right. Ask me, ask me that. Like, this is, this is, it will evolve. It, it will. Uh, it, it has already evolved in terms of, how competitive they were able to be and what they wanted to be in terms of what the offers ended up being for Micah, right? Like that's, that's a huge part of this is to say, Hey, this is what, you know, we, we were willing to do. This is how far we were willing to go down the stretch. It just, I'm just going to like, I'm not sure that I'm saying it clearly enough. And I think in a little way I'm hedging on this, 
the error was in December. Right. <laughs> right. The missteps, the missteps weren't this week or last right. week. The 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 meltdown and the issue with this is that a rift formed a a, a problem existed that did not exist previously when the concerns and the issues that Penn state had with its NIL were just not taken seriously enough period. Mm. They they were not taken seriously enough. And if you're a head coach and you have established that the people who are in charge of helping you, right? It's not, this shouldn't be a contentious relationship. It should be, Hey, how do we get there together? How do you free my opportunity to be an X's and O's guy? Right. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he's just, he's such a good coach. You, you see that you, you're willing to see that. What, but what, what good coaches like that don't want to do is spend their time trying to figure out marketing yes. and donor relations. It, like all of those things are things that should be right in the wheelhouse of athletic administrators yeah. and not I mean, just athletic administrators, but also the collectives that they partner with the the businesses, like all yep. of those things needed to be addressed. They needed to be treated with urgency and they weren't. And here you are. Yeah. Uh, I'm Thomas Frank Carr. He is Nate Bauer. He is the premier basketball insider for Penn state hoops. Uh, we have the Penn state hoop show, which comes to you wherever you get your podcast. We're here live on YouTube, breaking down Micah Shrewsbury's decision to go to Notre Dame. Many of you may have seen that already. Uh, here for the information about the why behind it, not just the fact that it happened. A couple things in the in the chat here, and I'm going to get to this question. Um, Nick P says he's the best basketball coach Penn State has ever had. Nate, you know far more than I do. Um, is that at least in the ballpark of accurate? I th- I think it's super early to have okay. to to be at that place. I think that believe it or not, like Ed DeChellis was an excellent basketball coach. Could he do all of the other things? Could he wear all of the other hats? Look, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I, I don't want to get down. I don't, I'm not going to go down this road, but head coaches are as successful as the people around them. Programs are successful as the people that are around them. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it requires so many different things, but is he a, a phenomenal in-game coach and a savvy, uh, relatable guy with the media personable all of those things yes no doubt about it it is a tremendous loss to penn state basketball that he won't be the head coach for them next year yeah let's hammer this home just a little bit more nate that nil is the the conversation here because there is this i think defensive mechanism this reflex of he's an indiana guy and aaron says he wanted to go home that way outweighs anything what outweighs anything nate is he wants to win Yes. He wants to win basketball games. Yes. And f- this decision tells me that Notre Dame made the better pitch of, hey, you can win here. Then yep. Penn State made a pitch of, hey, you can win here. Because NIL, as much as it is upsetting the apple cart, it is a legitimate thing that can help you if you're Penn State. If you can provide the yep. resources necessary to get players their adequate value, then being in State College isn't as big of a deal. Like yep. this is the kind of the, the 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 way the NBA and the NFL work is like you don't need to be in New York City to be a star. You yep. are on television, you are marketable. And it's a smaller scale for sure in college. But if you've got NIL 
And if you don't have NIL, you cannot recruit. And that is basically what Micah said on the show when yep. he was with us earlier this year. You can check out that video um, in our YouTube channel um, here on Blue White Illustrated's YouTube channel. But, like, it's not about going home. It's not about this is, a, oh, Penn State had no chance. This is NIL, 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 NIL. I built a graphic for it. Where is it? It's all about NIL. <laughs> I Look, needed this five minutes ago. <laughs> is there? Is there... Were there other things about going back to Indiana that would have been appealing to him or that are appealing to him? Absolutely. One, it's a more natural recruiting territory for him. He's more comfortable in the Midwest. He's from the Midwest. He spent his most of his adult life there outside of his time in Boston, right? Mm -hmm. So that that is that contributes to it, okay? But I I, I do think that it is a a falsehood, right? Like it's just, you're just you're convincing yourself of something that's like just distracting from the reality, right? Yes, <laughs> right. Which yeah. is which is Notre Dame, and there's there's other things that go into this for Notre Dame side of things, right? Notre Dame had this massive backlash from football and its offensive coordinator hiring that I think played a part in how strongly they wanted to rectify the perception that they were not willing to pay and generate and get behind their sports, right? right? Like they wanted to, they wanted to fix that. And right. so, yes, they got all of the way and, and got uh, to, to the area and the ballpark that they needed to from a compensation standpoint, right? Like they, they, they prevented money from uh, dissuading him from, being right from like that being an appealing job to him but yep. also also i i guarantee this i i do not know this i'm sitting here and i'm gonna say something that do I it cannot i cannot do prove. it do it notre dame made guarantees for him for nil yeah promise they they made guarantees of there will be at minimum this amount of money in the coffers every single recruiting cycle so that when it comes time to bringing in the next class of fighting Irish, you'll be able to do it. You you will not be inhibited by this because like that's, that's the whole thing is you can make up for being, he, I mean, he said this, this, this is a light paraphrase of his quote. You yeah. can make up for not having the exact same dollar figure uh, match, right? But like you gotta you can, have you something. Can, but you got to have something. You cannot have nothing. Can't have and nothing. Penn State today, this minute has more than nothing, but it's still not. It's still not enough. And yeah. more important than that, it is. It wasn't given the seriousness that it demanded when it was asked on the on the front side, right? It was. It was yeah. the Oakland A's, right? It was. Hey, just make the best of what you got. Like, yeah. man, this is what we're going to give you. You got to figure out a way, Billy Bean. Like, get, yeah. get. So. And he did. And, 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 and they did. did. And that's the, that's the thing that I think is just um, from, from a, from a fan perspective and from a watching basketball perspective, it was fun to watch the creativity of what they did this year. Not saying that it's necessarily, um, you know, all NIL tied together, but like, they didn't get a big in the portal last year. They had to find a way to do everything the way that they did it. And um, it clearly, I think Michael Shrewsbury would feel it was unsustainable. So uh, DC 
XXXX. That's uh, a, an, ex an expounded answer of your question. Do you just want to go back home to Indiana? Appreciate you donating the channel. Um, if you want to do that, be like Stephen Light, who's always here. He's a regular. Holy crap, can't sleep on Pensley for a minute more. Bad news, breaking news here <laughs> on the channel. Um, it's been largely positive for Penn State for a while, but this is a setback. And uh, there's a couple questions here in the chat about, okay, so we've, we've, we've set the table of what happened, how it happened, and why. So, next coach, what do you do? How do you, how do you unstick this thicket? You know, where do you start? <sighs> Great question. Great and like, I don't want to sit, I'm not going to sit here and start speculating. Okay. I, I cannot yeah. possibly wrap my head around. Like the coaching carousel is always moving. There are attractive candidates who are currently coaching or just wrapped up NCAA runs, what have you, that were also rumored for the Notre Dame job. So mm -hmm. the notion that they won't be appealing to Pat Kraft um, I, you know, I, I would, I would think that he will try to swing for a hot famous, if possible name. Mm -hmm. okay? Do you think that's like, important? I, Is that kind of the PR side of this, of get a good basketball coach, but also get a guy with a name saying, Hey, I know Micah Shrewsbury, we lost him, but here is something to say that we're serious about this. Do you think that's going to be a part of the calculus for the next coach? I think I think that from a perception standpoint, it is. I don't think that it's necessarily important from a an execution standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Like nobody knew about Michael Shrewsbury within Penn State circles before he was hired, right? Mm -hmm. Like those guys exist. Micah Shrewsbury is out there. And I I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Adam Fisher is the associate head coach at Penn State. He was Jim Laranega's second guy for a bunch of years down at Miami. He, he comes from a winning tradition. He is a Penn State guy. And if you ask around and if you have conversations with who is extraordinarily influential in Penn State success under Micah Shrewsbury, it's Fish. It's Adam mm -hmm. Fisher. Like he, he brought Jalen Pickett into the program. Bar, like bottom line, he brought Jalen Pickett into the program. Uh, he was massively influential in Kerry Booth's commitment to Penn State, right? From a from a recruiting, from a portal standpoint, he was mm -hmm. very important to all of those elements. Uh, is he? Does he have the big name? Like, does he have that name recognition in circles? No, he, he doesn't. He's not he, in terms of a casual football fan at Penn State is not going to know necessarily who Adam Fisher is, but you know yeah. who does, you know yeah. who does every single high school coach in Philadelphia, every right. single AAU handler in Philadelphia, you put that together. There's a powerful, uh, right, right. Like he, he would be in my mind, an underdog for, uh, for this job and a viable candidate for it. So you're saying if from the chat, what I have is Jay Wright, coach K and there's even a, a, I'm looking over here, James Franklin gets a vote in the chat of guys sure. with names who can be the coach for basketball. Um, but but you're, you're saying that we should take a look at some internal candidates. And then um, the next question then is, you mentioned Kerry Booth. Yeah. The recruiting class, that momentum, Michael Shrewsbury and this staff had created great momentum. What happens to that now? Uh, you yeah. know, I know that that's kind of like throwing leaves in the wind and trying to predict where they land, but 
is this a huge step back from that perspective? Can they salvage some of that? Um, because this is also, they've got to move quickly here, right? Because the yep. transfer portal is active. You've yep. got to secure your recruiting class. Sharks are in the water. Um, is all of this salvageable to then continue the momentum that you had from making the tournament and all this good vibes that Michael Shrewsbury had brought to the program with his staff and everything in the structure of what he did? They do not have a team next year, currently, today, tonight, Wednesday. They do not have a team next year, okay? You've lost five guys who exhausted their eligibility, mm -hmm. a sixth in Seth Lundy who is not, going to use his COVID year of eligibility, which nobody can blame him. Uh, he's been great for Penn State. So he's moving on. That's six. Okay. Uh, Dalian Johnson entered his name into the transfer portal. That's seven. Uh, I would not be surprised if Caleb, Caleb Dorsey, Dorsey. He, I believe I saw that already, that he was in the portal as well. Okay. So, so that's eight. They had a three-man class of uh, 2023. Okay, yep. so eight minus three, that's five. Well, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. One of the three is Mike Shrewsbury's son. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. He's not, he's not playing for Penn State next year. Okay? That's yeah. six. That's six open spots. The other one in that class is Logan Imes, who is Braden's best, best friend. Yeah. So that's seven. And if you can keep carry, maybe, right? Like, I mean, there's a foundation there, okay? You, yeah. you do have yeah. players. You you have solid players at Penn State. I mean, I'm seeing these 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 uh, comments, right? Like, the players are getting behind Adam Fisher, and I think it's for a good reason. It, it yeah. is the most viable way for Penn State. If, if, you're, if you are set on momentum and being able to capitalize and not allow this to just bludgeon you and send you back into the dark ages, then he's, he's the guy for that. Bottom yeah. line is he's going to keep carry. He's going to keep uh, most, if not all of the five man freshman class that was yeah. at Penn state this season. Yeah. That's and something I think that's, that's on. critical, right? So Kevin Jai and uh, Kanye Clary, uh, th that group signifies a, a really talented nucleus that you could build around in the transfer portal. And, you know, if you can keep carry booth and some of those, you got to keep some of that stuff. And that is going to be, I think in the next couple of days, that's going to be the pins and needles thing for Penn state basketball fans that want to keep some of these nice things that yep. they've, that, that, that they have. Um, so we'll leave that to you to suss out all that information over at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Once again, I'm Thomas Frankar. That's Nate Bauer, the premier basketball insider for Penn State basketball. He's been collecting all of this information. You've gotten all of this stuff or a lot of this stuff, bluewhiteillustrated.com on the Lions Den message forum. It has one of the longest threads I've ever seen. And it started a week ago, and it's like 37,000 comments long. Nate has been pumping information into the message board so that you, if you are here on YouTube, you'd be in the know ahead of time. So sign up right now. $29.99 is uh, the deal. You get that for access to the premium content from now until next football season. You can sign up for a year as well. Nothing stopping you from going all in on Blue White Illustrated so you get all the information and you get uh, a lot, just a lot from the guys and what we do. Some last thoughts, because I think we've kind of covered everything. Some last thoughts about going forward. What, what do you think um, the timeline for this is going to be? 
Do you think Packraft will work quickly? And uh, it, I'm not asking you for names, but like, yeah. is this going to be a search or is this going to be done pretty quickly to kind of cover the wound and, and rebuild the walls? <sighs> That's a great question. I, I would be surprised if it doesn't take at least a couple of weeks. Like if, if, okay. If they just hired Adam Fisher, I would, that would surprise me. Okay. I, I would think given the stakes, given the perception of this, that he will make every effort to be a viable uh, opportunity, right? For, for somebody, whether it's a mid-major guy, like one of these hot names, they will, they will try to entice them. Okay. Uh, it's just a matter of, is Penn state going to be an appealing destination there? Right. Like, right. is, is that right. going, like you, you just lost Micah Shrewsbury because of a story and a background that everybody is going to know, right. That everybody yeah. does know that, that, that there wasn't. And, and reinforces some of the stereotypes about Penn state basketball, which I think is also a problem. It's, it, you would think it's not great for, for Penn State basketball. Yeah. None of that means that it cannot be salvaged, though, right? That it, that they cannot have a path forward that would be successful. There is a reason. Again, pointing uh, people are texting me right now. Like there, there, there's legit reason why so many people are talking about Adam Fisher. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. So uh, you know, depending on what happens there and how they approach this. We'll, we'll see we'll see but i but i would i i'm not expecting this to have it become a in a lot of ways and i know that this is different in a lot of ways just seeing these reactions right now reminds me of Dion barnes right yep is literally yep. you just saw it is somebody who's super popular who has the qualifications who has the team like they have their support the issue is the support of some of these guys andrew funk Cam Winner, Jalen Pickett, they're they left. <laughs> they're yeah. gone. Like they're gone. They they can't play next year for for Penn State. So he might have their confidence, and he might be the right hire. Honestly, he might be the right hire. But you just you just have to be able to to bridge that gap of perceptions with the rest of the administration that he's ready for this job. Right? He's a younger guy, um, you know. But but again, I mean, his reputation is impeccable. And uh, it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the what Penn State does. All right, I do think we have to end though because we've gotten to this point of the show. Joshua Meyer says we need a new arena, so the Bryce Jordan Center has come up. So everybody drink, and uh, and we've gotten down to literally all the things about Penn State basketball. Nate, uh, you're awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. And by the way, thank your wife. Only one interruption from the kids during peak kid hour is super awesome. And I appreciate your efforts tonight on so many levels. So thank you very much. Hey, thanks for having me. It, uh, yeah, no, no kid. Well, just one kid interruption. So we made it. We got through it. I will do my best for the next time when the coach is hired that we'll have some more fancy graphics for the show. Uh, but until then, I'm Thomas Ryan Carr. That's Nate Bauer. Please subscribe here to Blue White Illustrated on YouTube because we will be on top of all this stuff, any breaking news, any commitments in football, basketball, um, or any news when it comes to staff hires, things like that. We're all over it here on Blue White Illustrated, and we will talk to you next time there's breaking news.